0: to the Juiciest Bits. I'm Mandy Elliott, just eagerly awaiting my co-host Charlie Barber. And today uh, is our season finale. So we are talking about the 2000 film Bring It On by Peyton Reed, starring Kirsten Dunst and Gabrielle Union, Eliza Dushku, Jesse Bradford, all of those uh, very cool kids who were cool when I was in high school. And uh, today we are we just thought we would do an experiment to see how well, if at all, movies from when we were in high school hold up. And uh, the hard news is they don't really. But we have a lot of fun discussing this one. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, racial dynamics, feminism, Um lots of lots of goofiness too so sit back relax and enjoy this episode of the juiciest bits where we talk about bring it on and hopefully it'll tide you over until we've had a bit of a summer break Uh, but we will come back with season two um, so we'll see you then
1: let's kick the kids out of the car <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. All right. Boy, howdy. <laughs> I have thoughts. Okay. All right. Uh, we're rolling. We're rolling. All right. I'm Charlie. I'm Mandy. And this is the, the Juiciest, Juiciest Bits, Bits podcast. podcast.
0: Nice. Nailed it.
1: <sighs> Probably first time ever.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> it's a, what a milestone we've
1: achieved. Do we get a graduation ceremony or I something? Hope so. Into into the halls of podcasting competency <laughs> or at least like, like bare pod. minimum you did it yeah, you, you did something in unison congratulations it's very tricky it is yeah uh yeah so we're here today um to discuss the filmography of kirsten dunst <laughs> it's true right She's, yeah i mean we started with dick and now we're just powering right on through we're gonna eventually touch on you know um how she voiced Kiki in the English dubbed Kiki's delivery service. Yes. A treasure. A treasure? Yeah. Uh we'll talk about that Savage Garden music video she was in. Oh yeah. We'll talk about Elizabethtown. <laughs> that Um We should do Marie Antoinette though. Oh, Marie Antoinette's great. Mm. And also. The Power of the Dog. Oh, yes. Did I force you to watch The Power of the Dog? You didn't force me. I did it voluntarily and I loved it. Such a good movie. And so many people hate it. Really? Well, I mean, I understand. So it's like classic, like, straight man plays, like, closeted, conflicted, queer man who dies horrifically. Like, that tale as old as time. Yes, true. Um, But the
0: rest of it is great.
1: But it's Jane Campion, like, oh, firing on all cylinders. Mm -hmm. It re... It, like, it, like, like... Visually reads like, like a kind of like Western noir almost. It's like a whodunit. And it's mm-hmm. a thriller. And it's romance kind of. Like, it's like all messed up together. It's so good. Yeah. It oh, is so juicy.
2: Oh,
1: <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. Although, although trying to convince me that Benny Cumbie and Jesse Plemey are brothers is like, Truly hilarious.
0: Yes. It is. That is they one of them is adopted and somebody needs to <laughs> tell <laughs> them.
1: <laughs> I think it's Benny Kemby. Yeah. Because really. Jesse Blemey has a definite like mother special boy vibe about oh, him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They have one mother boy. Oh yeah. Ten years running. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you win. Mother's Boy of the Year again. <laughs> Maybe that's why uh, Benedict's character is so grumpy. He's yeah. He's like, I never won once. He just wants to be mother boy. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's sad, really. A, a tear to my eye. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He's fine. He has cheekbones. It's okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So anyways, we digress. We're yes. talking actually about Bring It On. We are. Yeah. Yay. Um, And it came out like... A year after dick so this is basically like mm. same era kirsten dunst Yep. um and who boy watching this movie was like getting <laughs> in a time machine to my early tweens it was Yikes. wild yeah 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 oh <laughs> so this was your choice this was my choice why what made you choose it for us what's your history with it what when was the last time you saw it the last time
0: I saw it was several years ago. Mm-hmm. Um This movie. How, how many
1: is years is several?
0: Oh, I don't even know. If I don't remember, are we it's... talking about
1: like like you know ancient youth, or are we talking like like last five years? What probably
0: like... in the last ten years was okay. the last time I saw it, okay. but closer to ten. Yeah. Um. This movie was um sort of a big high school movie when I was finishing mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so like everybody in the movie is like, I I wore my hair like that. I dressed yeah. like that. I talked like that. I yeah. thought that was funny and cool. Yeah. And much to my chagrin, it is no longer funny or cool. <laughs> um, but I, I also <sighs> yeah. was like, you know, not terribly athletic. So I was really wowed by... Um, all the, the gymnastics. I, I was in gymnastics when I was very yeah. wee. And, oh, were you? Uh, I was. Holy shit. And so I was, I don't know, I like to live vicariously thinking, if only I had not had to take piano lessons instead, I could be doing that. Doing all the flippies <laughs> and Dang twisties. piano. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it was just sort of one of those...
1: Much less sexy piano lessons. Yes,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah it did not get me where i wanted to be yeah um but i yeah it, it was sort of a nostalgia choice mm-hmm. i think just and and out of curiosity wanting to see how it holds up because many you might find this hard to believe but many movies from the late 90s early 2000s have not aged well <gasps> what i know i hate to say it but it's true
1: This is the first I've ever heard of. Yes. I I, I refuse to believe it. Show me the proof.
0: And this was like my my peak teenage time. So it's it's I have to reconcile with how the art made when I was a teen has not uh, It was not good. Was not
1: good. (laughs) Spoilers.
0: (laughs) Although I do think this movie does some things that its contemporaries don't.
1: Mmm. Right. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay. But that's good so to know. What
0: about you? What's your history with this movie?
1: Well, okay. So I think I've only seen this once or twice. Um, but like, and like, and like, right around the time that it like just came out on like video. Mm-hmm. Um. So a little bit of backstory. My Kirsten Dunst go-to sleepover movie was The Little Women movie. Oh yes. And then like 2003 which is, like, roughly when this came out on, like, you know, hard copies and things. Um, the boy became a man, and the sleepover content <laughs> shifted <laughs> to either a walk to remember if my friends were, were picking it. Oh, yes, yeah. Or if I was picking it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying to know. Uh A Nicholas Nickleby movie starring Charlie Hunnam. Yes. I was obsessed with that movie. Uh, And I forced all my friends to watch it repeatedly. I would have been so pumped. I don't know how I had friends. Uh, It was nuts. I mean, I didn't. They were like, uh, we have to watch this Nathan Lane vehicle again. And like, in retrospect, you know, it all makes sense, but... I was like wow, this is great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Everything makes sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so but anyway,
1: like the ath- uh aesthetics of of Bring it on. Um were, like even if this wasn't like a, a major part of our like my preteen early teens, uh it was like a really foundational aesthetic for my I think like psyche. Yeah. Like like it, it references a time when I first, like, saw and truly internalized what, like, quote-unquote, like, normal contemporary, like, hotness, Mm -hmm. particularly feminine hotness, looked like and and behaved like. Um, So I think it sort of became, like, not in any realistic way, but, but sort of like a roadmap for how to successfully perform gender. Hmm. um and like obviously (laughs) I was in no way a cheerleader (laughs) that is so not the vibe but it like it always feels like you know like like that is kind of like the comparison point that that was like the earliest Mm -hmm. um and 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 sort of feels like it's still sort of there in the bedrock of like understanding gender and understanding body image and understanding all of these like very messy things now mm-hmm. um yeah so i have i have a, a very um terrified feeling that years from now when i have dementia and all the <laughs> past versions of myself are peeled away you'll just find like a cheerleader at the center of it
0: well if i do you'll be the best damn cheerleader of all time <laughs> in the nursing home <laughs> in the nursing home I'll,
2: I'll thank you yeah you.
1: yeah Wow. Oh, great <laughs> Anyway, if I am not Something already. to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I may also uh... have dementia alongside me. Yeah. You Who's never know. Say? Who's yeah. to say? Uh, may I do a summary, please? Excellent. All right. So buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is such a doozy. Wowie. Okay. We open with a big cheerleading event in a high school gym as outgoing cheer captain Big Red Excuse me. <laughs> what? I would not have she liked doesn't that have a name. It's Big Red. Yeah. Even in the credits, her name is Big Red. Yeah. It's you have to be pretty Queen Bee to pull off that nickname. Wowie. Yeah. No one even questions it. Yeah. 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 Anyways, so Big Red <laughs> is selecting a replacement for uh in Tor, aka here's Johnny Torrance. <laughs> As Tor does her celebratory cheer, she somehow loses her shirt and is tits out to the world. Oh no. But then Torrent sits up in bed clutching her shirt titties firmly secure. It was all a dream. Uh, but maybe also prophetic. We'll see.
2: Um,
1: and just a side note I would like to say <clears throat> this is so unrealistic. <laughs> Did you also aren't. feel it was unrealistic? Yeah, The
2: whole thing. Yeah. I, in
1: all my years of having tits I never once <laughs> woke up suddenly to discover they were contained securely.
0: No never. No, but I never had Tits go a-wandering and sleep. Yeah, they're nestled securely in my armpits.
1: (laughs) They can't be told. They'll do what they want. It's like Toy Story. They
0: come come alive at night. I have no idea what it's like to wonder where they've gone
1: to. (laughs) Anyways, it turns out... That today is a big day because it is the day of the actual cheer handoff. And then in a very anticlimactic selection process, Big Red does indeed choose Tor as the new cheer captain, which leads us to wonder, was the system rigged from the start? (laughs) How did Tor know? Is she psychic? Or did her daddy just buy them off? Many, many possible solutions. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Tor, drunk on power and shirtedness, forces the (laughs) cheer squad to do a set they aren't prepared for. And one of the cheerleaders ends up falling and breaking every bone in her body, probably. (laughs) This is a bad sign of things to come. Indeed. Uh, The first omen in a long omen. I would say this was like the, 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 you know, the the ten plagues. This was the first plague. (laughs) I see. Actually, maybe the dream was the first plague. Mm. what do you think but
0: she woke up happy
1: yeah okay seems
0: like it it's
1: an averted plague i mean all the plagues sort of like resolve themselves at the end i
0: suppose that's true
1: except for Mm. the dead kids (laughs) those (laughs) those did not resurrect
2: Wow. <laughs> what a twist that would, would be to the Exodus story,
1: though.
0: It would change everything. It
1: would. Yeah. Uh, anywho. <laughs> At home, Tora's brother is an asshole. Um, he's like a baby in cell, just like oh, waiting yeah. to blossom into Easily. a classroom shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is horrifying. Whew. Also, her mom takes this opportunity to tell her that cheerleading will only get you so far and that it's academics. That count for something. Lol. A lol. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and this is a plot line that goes nowhere, and rightly so. Mm-hmm. Reading is for losers who can't cheer good. That's true. Back at school, there are two new cool kids who look approximately 28 years old, uh-huh. and whose names are Missy and Cliff, and who happen to live by themselves in a big house on a hill. Nothing suspicious here. <laughs> they are, in fact, not people in witness protection, nor are they undercover cops, They are very real, very normal kids, just going to a new high school. Also, they are siblings who are the same age, but not twins. Um, Okay, so one of the siblings, Cliff. Cliff?
0: Yeah, no teenage child is named Cliff.
1: No one younger than 70 is named Cliff. That was a... I mean, all the names in this movie are weird, but... They are, but him particularly. he's not a Cliff. He's not a Cliff. Also, Cliff is not a sexy name. Not at all. Sorry to any Cliffs out there. Oh my God, yeah. Even like eventual cliffs, are not born cliff. They're like bestowed the name cliff upon retirement. So yes, this is like yes. so unrealistic. It's a premature also. yeah. Oh no, he premature cliffed. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: How embarrassing! We are on fire today. <laughs> oh no! All right, so Cliff shows up to school wearing a beaten up Converse um, pair of shoes. And uh, the Clash t-shirt, so we know he's bad news and also an intellectual and a hottie. (laughs) Tor is immediately smitten, even though her boyfriend has literally just left for college and they're trying to do long distance. Uh, The sibling, Missy, shows up for cheerleading tryouts to replace their poor fallen comrade. Um, And at first the cheerleaders are like, ooh, gross and uggo. Um, And then Missy wins them over by being bored while doing like 17 backflips in a row. (laughs) So they recruit her. Um, but then at the first practice, Missy stomps out and tells Tor that the Toros, is the cheer squad. Like, what? Why? <laughs> Torrance
0: is the head cheerleader of the Toros. Torol, oh. oh, it's yeah. so
1: irritating. It's it's very lazy more though. possible, um, you know, evidence for the fact that the whole thing was rigged from the start.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, just yeah, saying. Yeah, uh, it was it was a shoe in because her name was literally also the name of the cheerleading group. So. It's just
0: easier that way.
1: Just easier. Yeah. yeah simpler. <clears throat> Better for branding. <laughs> uh, so anyways, yeah. So Missy stomps out um, and then tells Tor that the Toros fully ripped off their routine from another cheer group because she saw it before. Tor refuses to believe this. So Missy tosses her into the most early aughts car. Guess what car it is. Oh, I know what car it is. Okay. We'll just guess. (laughs) Um, a Volkswagen Beetle. (laughs) Okay. I was going to say it's not a PT Cruiser. (laughs) It's the
0: other one. Because all, all uh, high school age girls have brand new
1: Volkswagen Beetles. Yeah. Whatever happened to the Beetle? Because they were like so hot. They were not terribly practical. No. But they look like little balls that you can roll around in. That's true. Mm -hmm. So great for that. Mm. Um, anyways. Uh, so they go to East Compton where the Clovers, this is the other group, are in the middle of their own cheer practice, um, and they're using the same cheer that the Toros were literally just warming up with earlier. Now we get a close-up on Tor with a tiny tear quivering in her eye as she realizes (laughs) everything she knows is a lie. Or at least all the cheer routines she knows are probably stolen IP. As she and Missy leave the gym, the Clover cheer captain Isis, who's Gabrielle Union, who's incredible, incredible, follows her out to confront her about how Big Red would always show up with a video camera to record the Clover's cheers, cheers that she would then take back and teach to the Toros, who would then go to win national championships five years in a row with them. (laughs) Um, Tor goes back to the Toros and tells everyone they can't do their normal routine because it's been ripped off by another group who is also better than them in every way she doesn't say <laughs> that part but I do mm-hmm. um, but the Toros are remarkably unfazed by the reveal that they've plagiarized all their material and are just mostly upset that they would have to learn new stuff like so mm-hmm. they overturn Tor um, and decide to still do Clover's material even knowingly because um, as one cheerleader leader says it's not about cheating it's about winning which is like standard justification for cheating and while also massively missing the point yeah Um, So the Toros take their stolen goods to the next football game. But when they're in the middle of a routine, in walks the Clovers, who are rightly very pissed. Um, And then the Clovers do the most amazing takedown ever. They do, like, all the cheer moves with the Toros as the Toros are doing them. And then have a chant about how this routine is theirs and it's been stolen and, you know, fuck right off. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think this is also the point where they're like, and we're going to take this to Nationals, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, so then, now Tor, slash the Toros, back to square one, and we get to the real heart of this whole conflict. The Toros have won nationals for five years in a row, they keep saying it, we can't miss it, all presumably using, like, stolen material from the Clovers. Um, but now that the Clovers will be there, the Toros can't bring their planned stuff, since that will make their status as plagiarists obvious to everyone. Um, so this is the real impetus of the Course Correct. They aren't changing things because their material is, like, stolen from someone else they're changing it because they won't be able to win with the stolen material anymore Mm. it's so fucked (laughs) anyways uh since it's now a scramble to come up with new material Tor calls Aaron at college uh and is like what do I do and Aaron is like I'll hook you up with my man Sparky he'll make you a dope ass routine no problem
0: (laughs) first red flag never trust a man named Sparky never trust a
1: man (laughs) named Sparky that's just facts yeah never ever ever um, I know it in my bones. Oh, my God. You know, even without he- hearing, like, yeah, it's just like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Second red flag. Sparky has a $2,000 price tag, which was not divulged initially. So, you know, you've got to read that fine print mm-hmm. on Sparky's contract. Um, so now we've got a an obligatory fundraising bikini car wash. Of course. Another classic relic of late 90s, early arts culture. Mm-hmm. That never actually happened in real life. That never, okay, yeah, because I was gonna say, like, as a former church kid, <laughs> I went to so many, like, fundraising car washes. Also, I, for several very, very sad weeks one summer, worked at a car wash. Oh. Car washes are not sexy. No. They're gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get instantly covered in soap. You are like, very dirty and gritty and sweaty and you just smell like chemicals for days afterwards. Yeah. Nothing is good about it.
0: Plus I don't want to be wandering around in a swimsuit in high school in front of people I go to high school with.
1: Yeah, you might be ogled by your brother. Haha, which happens. <laughs> Cause Cliff ogles <laughs> Missy's tits! Incest joke. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. Lol. Yeah. No, car washes like we're only ever. A sexy thing because like the male gaze is so bonkers and yeah. like it equates like cars with penises, so it's like, Eh-heh. well, and also nobody with, <sighs> I would no. say over a B cup is going to wear
0: a tiny triangle bikini washing a car because it's just impractical. Oh yeah, no, no, no,
1: yeah, just those just, babies are going to get in the way. Yeah, those triangles will not hold. <laughs> they will not hold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the dam's going to
1: break. Um. Anyways, so with all the car wash money that they get, the Toros are able to hire Sparky to choreograph a new routine for them. And then we have a deeply cringe time watching this creepy grown man criticize, like, these literal children
2: mm-hmm. for
1: being too ugly, too fat, too stupid, etc. Well, drilling them on what seems to be a pretty basic routine. Yeah. I, I'm no expert, but <laughs> it seems... Like, you know, we've seen this sort of thing before,
0: yeah, a lot of a lot of jazz hands, a lot of hip thrusts, yeah, spirit fingers, of course. oh my God, yeah, gross,
1: yeah, um, so so doesn't look like they're getting uh, a much bang for their back when the to- and then when the Toros get to the first championship event, which is like the regionals, re- regionals, I was going to say provincials <laughs> um. <laughs> not only do they see the Clovers crushing it with an original routine, but they also see the routine they got from Sparky being used by another team. They still go through with it because they, like, you know, have have nothing else. (laughs) Yeah, they have to. But uh, everyone is like, wow, what? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) And then the event organizer pulls Tor aside and is like, you got that from Sparky, right? He's been selling that one all up and down the coast and we've got no precedent for this kind of cheating, but since... You have been, again, five-time national champions. We'll let it slide this once. You can still go to nationals, even though you did a Capone. (laughs) Um, But you better better bring original material next time. Like, oh my god, it's Mm. wild. So now, burdened with the most basic requirement of having to come up with new material that they can neither steal nor buy, the Toros finally, as a last resort, decide to create their own routine for, like, I guess, the first time ever. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. Even though, as stated repeatedly, they are five-time national winners. And they're getting access to this sixth competition through that, like, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Because Uh, because uh, they won, they have, like, a
1: free pass. They have a free pass. Yeah. It's also around this point that Tor finds out that the Clovers qualified for nationals but are too poor to actually go. So Tor gets her dad's company to agree to sponsor them. But when Cl- Tor shows up to hand the Clovers a check, they're rightly like, uh, white guilt much?"
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they um, get uh, an Oprah-type talk show host to sponsor them instead. When everyone shows up for nationals, there's some initial animosity between the Clovers and Toros. Doy. Uh, but then Tor and Isis have like an odd moment of seeing each other as people and also as cheer captains. Um, And it's just like that obligatory moment of grudging respect that always has to happen between competitors in sports movies, you know, right (laughs) before the final showdown where they're like, I respect you, man. (laughs) Uh, I hate you, but I respect you, goddammit. Whatever, it's weird. But then the (laughs) the Clovers go out and do incredible as they always do. Um, And then the Toros go out, and they do fine. (laughs) Um, And then we have our first real moment of tension, wondering if the white kids will walk away with yet another undeserved trophy or if justice will prevail. Um, And yes, Clovers win first place, which is astonishing because if anything screams white supremacy, it's that Florida cheer competition. Uh Like, oh boy. (laughs) Yeah. and then, suddenly, cue credits. Yeah, the end. <laughs> In which both Toros and Clovers dance together, all racism forgotten, <laughs> intercut with the most boring bloops I've ever seen. Yes. I think this was the tail end of people being like, we've got to have bloops. Everyone <laughs> needs <essential>. bloops. <laughs> the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. And somewhere along the way, Tor breaks up with Aaron and gets together with Cliff. But, like, who even cares? We don't.
0: Yeah. <sighs> So congratulations, Cliff and Torrance yeah.
1: <laughs> on your marriage,
0: on your <laughs> on nuptials, high school relationship
1: <laughs> that will end in like two months because oh, you'll yeah. both go off to college in different states. Yeah. Yeah. We know how this is going to happen. Yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> You're only making out with him because he made you uh, a song yeah. on a mixtape. Yeah. And it's clearly like Green Day inspired, and she's never heard of Green Day before, so she's very impressed.
0: It's true.
2: yeah.
1: yeah.
0: All I mean, but when I was that age, if somebody wrote me a song, it would have been like instant.
2: Oh, instant oh, Lady Boner, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. no kidding. Um all right, what do you want to talk about? Because <laughs> there's loads. There's loads, loads. Um, I
0: think
2: uh, I think
0: I want I want to talk about teenage culture yeah i want to talk about gender and race Uh
1: uh-huh uh-huh um okay yeah you're gonna have to talk on your own about teenage culture because i don't understand what that is
0: well (laughs) i mean in as the movie depicts it
1: oh i still don't understand what that is
0: (laughs) well like i i was really struck by um when when um well, first of all, OK, so in the very beginning when Torrance is having her dream. Yeah. They're. It's immediately jarring because the lyrics of their their chanty rhyme thing are pretty explicit. And so if it's they're a, really if explicit, that's an actual competition. Like they say things like, um, I swear I'm not a whore. And I'm sexy, and boys want to touch my chest. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, they grab their boobs a lot, and it's, it's just very, like, oh, are they allowed to do that?
1: Yeah. And then
0: we find out it's a dream. But before the dream ends, there's this, like, Busby Berkeley dance sequence, like the concentric circles yeah. spinning around. And so it's like, okay, this is, this is very sexual but also very like playfully innocent because it's like old-timey kids, old-timey and teenagers dancing but it's also like sexualized dancing um so that was that was odd and then of course when sparky is with them and you get those you know the the whole diet culture thing and so much is made even before sparky um, there's one girl on the team who's it's it's said that she wants to be captain because her dad is basically paid for the team anyway, so she's kind of the rich girl and even before Sparky comes along, a lot of remarks are made about how people think her butt is big and it is not it is it is an an appropriately sized butt so um so there's that a lot is made
1: about her big butt like it's commented on so much and
0: then sparky like does it times 10 Mm -hmm. right saying like yeah just basically like you're not allowed to eat anything yeah because your body will have to eat your butt (laughs) basically yeah um and saying all of these horrible diet culture things to um these these very impressionable young girls and Mm -hmm. i remember being that age and being very invested in diet culture and all it's funny because all of that stuff um didn't really stick with me in the movie Mm -hmm. like i was shocked when i watched it this time just how Mm. how cruel and how yeah how upsetting that that scene is whereas maybe when i watched it as a teenager i just thought like here's a creepy old guy who dances funny and, you know, didn't really think much else about it. Yeah. So it's interesting to me how invested I was um, in that diet culture that I didn't even notice anything wrong with that scene.
2: Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. I think I think similarly when I watched it, I mostly just registered like, oh, this is like a goofy, weird man, you know, and and like all of the stuff that he said was like, oh, wow, he's just like, you know, a little bit a little bit weird um but like all of the fat phobia all the Mm -hmm. diet culture like like the like abuse that he does like he like he comes into this school setting and and basically like yeah um emotionally and physically abuses these people um and and all of that just like like blew past me as Mm -hmm. as a as a kid um because I think it was also just, like, so prevalent. Like, I was immediately thinking of, like, other movies of a similar kind that have this same sort of vibe. Like, yeah. I, I then thought of, like, I mean, this is a little bit later, but, like, The Princess Diaries,
2: mm. when
1: there's, like, the dude that does the makeover and, and, like, a similar thing. Sort of, like, insulting while making over to be a new thing. Yeah, or, you like, know?
0: she's all that.
1: Right? Yes, exactly. You were too also ugly that... to
0: get a boyfriend, so we're gonna take your glasses away, yeah, and cut your hair, <laughs> yeah, and ta-da,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: transformed into a hottie, yeah, and and yeah, it's just so amazing to me how how pervasive those types mm-hmm. of narratives were then.
1: So it didn't even stand out. It didn't yeah.
0: even stand out, and and also another another thing that really um, gave me the yucks was um, one of the male cheerleaders. Talking about how um, he enjoys it when his finger slips when he's doing a ho- an overhead hold. Okay, like,
1: uh, I had to pause the movie because yeah, I was like, "Excuse me!" Like
0: he he sexually assaults this cheerleader. Yeah, pretty yeah. much every time. Every
1: time. And
0: and she's supposed to just act like nothing's wrong. Um, oh, it's played off like she likes it. Yeah. And it's, it's very disturbing, but also something that I did not even think was a problem.
1: And like, Um, and like that is also like a very reoccurring thing where he like brags about it uh, mm -hmm. several times and then we see it happening when he hoists her over his head at the, the one football game that we see, um, you see him like literally jam his fingers up her skirt. Yeah. And it's yeah, so upsetting.
0: Yeah, well, and there's also quite a bit made about like girls who don't wear underwear. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like during um, cheer tryouts, one of the one of the um, women trying out is like, "I don't have to wear underwear, do I? I don't like wearing underwear." And it's like, well, of course you like what? <laughs> what? Yes, you do. <laughs> but like the the guy, the same guy mm-hmm. is just like so into it. And there's another one auditioning who does basically like a a sexy dance to Cherry Pie, which is where a lot of their budget went. Actually, getting the rights to Cherry Pie. Are you serious? I'm serious? They paid like forty thousand dollars. tiny <laughs> little scene. Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. What
0: yeah. does that
2: serve?
0: Uh, just, like, how horny these teens are, I guess. And how, like... That's wild, in, dude. In That's the, wild. In the storyteller's mind, this girl will do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to to be a cheerleader, even if it means, like, table dancing and yeah. making, you know, giving the, the male, the straight male cheerleader a boner. Yeah. Like, it's... It's wild, it's wild, mm-hmm. and I I just wonder, like I really had to sort of reconcile my my shock. I'm watching it now and just just thinking, like, what else did I not know, yeah. <laughs> and how how was I complicit and how was I victimized as that mm-hmm. in that time, mm-hmm. um just because I don't think. Like, I think things like that happened mm-hmm. and they were just so normalized. Yeah. um, That, that, yeah, we just didn't really think about it. And now.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and I keep coming back to how, like, yeah, this is, this is like a high school comedy. This yeah. is all supposed to be funny. Mm-hmm. And it was played off as funny. And it was like such a type of like. Humor that was like just pervasive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, it was like the sort of double fuckery of like not only s- like seeing and experiencing this everywhere, but also having it like be a joke. And, and, and like, yeah, not only is it like inescapable, but it's also like everyone's laughing at this, and you should be too.
0: Yeah. And I think we really see that in all the homophobia,
2: Mm -hmm. right? Like
1: there's so
0: much homophobia in this movie.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: And, and other, like, there's a lot of ableism too, I think. And, and, oh yeah. At least one transphobic line that I caught. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, it's really interesting to me. So a lot of the, the homophobic lines are spoken by football players right who yeah. who make these homophobic comments to the male cheerleaders mm-hmm. and one thing i found really interesting is that they they kind of handled it like well yeah okay well i'm straight but this guy is bi and mm-hmm. you know like whatever it's mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys lose games who yeah cares? and i i thought that was really interesting an interesting way of handling homophobia um considering how Contemporary movies
2: mm. handled homophobia. Interesting. Where it's just like,
0: no, 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 I'm the straightest straight that ever straighted and I, yeah. yeah, like I don't even look at other guys or whatever. And the the cheerleaders here were like, yeah, no, I,
1: I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're they're like yes and no mm-hmm. because because the, so we sort of get most get to know like the the two male cheerleaders um that like like the one is is queer and then Mm. and like very like you know flowery queer um and then the other one is like um finger rapist guy yep so so but like that's the that's like the dynamic is that it's like the dude who's queer is like oh yeah no like very queer mm-hmm. um and then he's like and my best bud the rapist the rapist um who's like oh yeah i'm fully not queer because you know i finger women all the time mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah so i yeah i think that's like it's it still felt quite aggressively like demarcated yes yeah. um even within like the the male cheerleaders to be like oh no no I like yes he is mm-hmm. <laughs> but not you know hashtag not all male cheerleaders yeah um
0: yeah for sure like it it is not neatly done yeah and it, there it is very problematic I guess what I'm I just noticed that they they even dared to say yeah there's there are queer guys on this team there are yeah. straight guys on this team and I I did appreciate that the the queer men or at least a queer character that's speaks candidly about being queer mm-hmm. is depicted as like a cool guy. With lots yeah. of, like he's, he's like the only nice the guy. Yeah. Like he's not sort of a, he's not,
1: he's not a weirdo. He's not a, he's not he's like a, a, yeah, a creep
2: or He's anything. not
0: like extra feminine just yeah. to show that he's gay. Like it's, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I feel as though almost like, his character is treated maybe the most sensitively
1: yeah which isn't saying much but it's still no it did surprise me because even at the end at like right before they go on like the toros go on for their final you know nationals um display presentation (laughs) what is it called yep cheer cheer the nationals cheer They're cheer. See, cheer is both a noun and a verb in this case it's so irritating i need to ask my cousin she was like a cheer champion yeah like how do you talk about cheer without getting confused because cheer cheers cheer oh fuck
0: lauren I... if you're listening please uh <laughs> you're not listening
1: you're not <laughs> again too cool <laughs> it's true <laughs> reading and and watching movies are what you do when you can't cheer. Um <laughs> uh, man. No, but he, um so right before he goes on, I think uh he like he like brushes past another dude who's who's just coming off stage. Um and and there's clearly like a moment of connection between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um so we get sort of like this this like, you know, split second moment of of like attraction and flirtation mm-hmm. between these two dudes. Um which surprised me. Yeah, that that was even given any moment at all.
0: Yeah, and not played as a spectacle or for
1: laughs. It was no, just it was just like, like a very else. casual yeah. like, oh, hey man, like really nice, you know, nice to meet you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and that was like, yeah, very just like sincere and good-hearted.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and and very odd to reconcile that with like basically the rest of the tone of the movie yeah um because also it didn't have to be there i'm like i appreciate that it was in there Mm -hmm. but it was like you know three seconds of this like you know hour and 40 minute movie um and this is not like a super main character like you know there was there was Mm -hmm. a lot of like why questions for me
0: yeah well and if i i mean i might be wrong but if i remember correctly movies then like almost never gave gave space or attention to a gay character unless it was like bad space or bad attention
1: and specifically queer desire yes and and because you can have queers that are sort of isolated and like the best friend and they're like off on their own or they're surrounded by heads you know like that's Mm -hmm. that's like a safe queer is when they're sort of like you know protected from mm-hmm. their own desires, essentially, yeah. um, and and this this moment is like you know gesturing towards more,
0: yeah. Like it was it almost reads as something that, that was made now, mm-hmm. where it just didn't. It was it's just so a, casual, yeah, so casual. Just a, a little bit of a character, mm-hmm. not quite an arc, but <laughs> little. I mean, not even close. A, a little a little character <laughs> illumination, yeah, or, yeah. or something. Um. For this one character. Um, so I, I feel as though maybe the movie. Was trying.
2: Mm, yeah. um,
0: but of course falls short in a lot of ways. And I think of course we see this uh, in its treatment of race as well.
1: Yeah. Um, oh I will also just say mm-hmm. like. Um, I think also like of this time period you know past and, and even up to present. Um I think it is also very notable that um like in representing queerness the the queerness we do see is like the most socially acceptable form of queerness, yes, which yeah. is white male queerness totally um and and so that is I think also maybe a factor mm-hmm. to to remember. Um, yeah. Like this is this is the least threatening <laughs> in 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 sort of like the social norms that we're navigating here. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree. It's the safest, mm-hmm. the safest move. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, go into racial tensions.
0: Yeah. So I mean, it's it's um the the East Compton team mm-hmm. is largely people of color. Not exclusively. I don't. Aren't think. they all black? I so. No, no. I mean, well, there are some some Latinx okay. uh, folks, and and okay. I'm not I'm not sure, but definitely like the whole front line mm-hmm. is black. Yeah, and the main the main sort of three four is black. No, nope. like it's a, it's a very white team, and so I think the movie is trying to sug- is trying to sort of. I think there's an Asian
1: character on the team that we almost never see. Whitney
0: is, well. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. She's a little bit more prominent. She's more prominent. Yeah. Um, But she's definitely a token.
1: Yeah. And also very much playing into the, like, you know, like, um, accepted. Oh, fuck. What's it called? Where it's like, um, you know, the most, the most, like. White racialized person.
0: Oh yeah, like a model minority. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah,
1: um, sure. Where she's like, she's like, sort of correcting behavior of like other like white people to conform, kind of like there's like a like upholding mm-hmm. of white standards.
0: Yeah, and and I think we're f- she's framed in such a way where we do not like her. Like she doesn't also that yeah she doesn't care if they cheat. Yeah, she's not that smart. She's yeah. super popular. She hangs around with another person who's not that well liked. Like she's just very, yeah, they're kind of the, the antagonists. They're like the mean
1: girls of the mean girl group. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there, yeah. So there is a token character, I guess on the Toros, but I think the movie is trying to do a sort of anti-colonial thing in a way by when Torrance finds out that they've stolen their routines from Mm -hmm. this East Compton school she you know she's like well we have to stop that guys like we yeah. have to stop cheating and everybody else is like but it's so much easier for us if we cheat though yeah and and it's interesting to me because during auditions there's Torrance's says a line like this isn't a democracy it's a cheerocracy yeah and then when it comes to voting about whether or not to cheat all of a sudden it's a democracy <laughs> And she doesn't. And she
1: just like lays down and lets yeah. them roll over her, and she's yeah. like, "All right, then, fine." Much to Missy's
0: chagrin. So Missy is like the the one who is so diehard against it, and yet she does it too. Oh yeah, like she walks. She also in, is just like whatever, and we assume she quit, but she doesn't. No. Yeah. So there's that, and then Torrance, you know, kind of tries to make friends with Isis. Isis is not having it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the the attempt to to. Um, buy them off to buy them off yeah,
1: yeah. um and under the pretense of being like well we only know if we're the best if we're like also competing against the best yeah which is like bullshit it's not like
0: it's not fair that they can't go to nationals Ugh. it's like it's not fair to us if they don't yeah exactly
1: it's also reframed as like they're like proving yeah. themselves
0: well again. also being this this Fuck. very white savior kind of yeah move oh yeah um, and I do love that ISIS sees it and rejects it, mm-hmm. but I also, <laughs> it's also, uh, I don't know, problematic for me that the team is like, no, we got this. We wrote into a talk show and they're going to sponsor us. Like yeah. this, this, like you said, this Oprah adjacent talk show. Um, and it, it's just kind of like, okay, So (laughs) why and and are we supposed to like they need someone's charity so it might as well be Mm -hmm. this talk show's charity Mm -hmm. and yeah there I have so many questions like the Taros need to raise $1,500 so they did a car wash Mm
2: -hmm. the
0: the um, Clovers need to raise money Mm -hmm. so they write into a TV show and just keep their fingers crossed yeah and yeah I don't know it's it just seemed very much like they're pulling themselves up by their bootstraps, but they still need help because they can't
1: yeah they don't have
0: any bootstraps, yeah <laughs> and it's yeah. yeah their agency is kind of is kind of dented yeah think,
1: there yeah that's that's very very accurately observed i I also wasn't sure how to ugh, i mean not that i like feel like this movie is handled anything delicately um, <laughs> no um it so i i i feel like that moment was was like at trying to be like oh well you know you know the black community will help each other and that's like what the you know why they wrote in um and that's like a better alternative than you know taking money from a white person mm-hmm. um and but
0: uh, well, where does the talk show house get her money yeah right like it's yeah
1: i <laughs> the, yeah the, the the economics of this movie are i don't know
0: it's very white centric mm-hmm. like it's it's like what would you know what do white people think black people would do in this situation
2: yeah <laughs> it's like oh they'd obviously ask where do they the money. get
1: money <laughs> yeah. They Oprah. get money from a black celebrity. <laughs> That's where they get money. Yeah. <laughs> a wealthy black person. Yeah. It just, oh, it's just. It's yeah. Very cringe. Yeah. It's. Oh, my God. Well, and so what kept sort of smacking me in the face over and over about this, like, you know, whole horrific, like, you know, racist dynamic between like the Toros basically like you know, using the clovers for whatever they want. And then like, once they got their hands slapped being like, Oh, we're the victims. Um, <laughs> just like classic, classic white supremacy, mm-hmm. like, like stealing from blackness and then positioning itself as if like, you know, like, Oh, we're weak. We don't know what to do, but that whole platform of like, even like when the clovers walk into regionals and, and like, The Toros are no longer using their, like, stolen routine, but they say to each other, oh, we're in trouble. Yeah. Which is like, fuck off. Isn't that like... So, like, still positioning, like, you know, blackness as a menace Mm -hmm. to to whiteness.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that almost makes it, I mean, maybe not worse, but it's so frustrating to see that the movie seems to be trying to address these issues. Mm-hmm. But it's so ham fisted and it's mm-hmm. it's so um yeah, it's just so white centric mm-hmm. that it's 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 just very badly done.
1: Yeah. Well and I think also, yeah, like all of these problems are because it's so white centric. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like okay, yeah, we had we had been talking earlier about um the trailer and mm-hmm. how the trailer for this movie um sort of like positions the toros and the clovers as if they are like equal like you know characters in this narrative right um they have equal say like even the like the tagline is like two schools two squads one showdown mm-hmm. um so they're positioned sort of you know like at, in tandem as if they have equal part to play in this um and the trailer shows the Clovers doing you know normal life things and not just cheerleading things like they're in a school in front of lockers they're like chatting about like life stuff one of them's making out with a guy Mm -hmm. um and all of those scenes are cut from the movie yeah so we only ever see the Clovers in context where they are like either like pitted against the Toros (laughs) or as a foil to the Toros yeah or they're there as, like, sort of a comparison. So they're, like, always only ever, like, in their cheerleading costume or in the gym. Like, those are sort of the only places that they're allowed to be in this movie. Yeah. There are we... not allowed to be people.
0: Totally. They're only characters in relation to the Toros. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And you have that also in terms of, like, how the, like, the the Toros... All of their, almost all of their encounters, with the exception of the Clovers coming to the Toros um, football game, like, basically every other encounter that the Toros have with the Clovers, aside from competitions, is when they go, like, directly into their gym.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it feels like, like, an invasion each time, because, like, they also position this gym as sort of, like, a a place of, like, security. Yeah um whereas the the Clover's gym has been invaded you know numerous mm-hmm. times with a video
0: camera and, yeah also that yeah yeah
1: yeah so i i think that that was um a source of of like real discomfort on this watch is seeing how like which makes me wonder okay like what is this movie for cuz <laughs> cuz it's positioning itself as this sort of like woke, like, you know, addressing, you know, um, racial bias and, 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 and co-opting of black narratives in, in sort of the way of like, oh yeah, we uncovered a wrong that we did and we're going to seek to make it right. Um, and in the end, you know, like the true, the true winners are going to be this, this black representation group <laughs> um but like
0: it's except except yeah so yeah i think i think you're right like we are meant to, to like we're meant to see all of to this to learn as, this lesson yeah yeah but at the end when the the toros come in second they ask torrance how she how it feels and she says oh, it feels like first so it's it's yeah. like we're meant to know like okay the clovers won but the toros like spiritually won. Yeah. Or emotionally one because they They learned the most. They learned they the most. They still did the
1: best in terms of like, you know, yeah. growing and developing, totally. etc. They're coming like, together as a team. They're like miscongeniality. And it's it's
0: so frustrating because it's like you still get to you still basically win and you still get a trophy that's just as big as the winner's trophy. Like there's almost no difference between mm-hmm. you and the winners. But oh yeah, they won. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and we don't get to see you know them actually, the clovers really celebrate
1: and yeah. what happens to them because they get twenty grand, right? We, well, we do get to see them celebrate, but it's a celebration a that's intermixed with the toros. Yeah. So even there, it's like the 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 final dance off is like diluted.
0: Yeah, it can't imagine it, it can't imagine a win without whiteness. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Also, another thing that sort of like dilutes the Clover's win is how we do get the mom saying, oh, you don't like cheerleading isn't everything. And then right before the final showdown, we get um, Tor like basically saying that again. She's like, oh, you know, cheerleading isn't that great or Mm -hmm. whatever. So she's already starting to like distance herself from like cheerleading as like an important thing in life.
0: Yeah, so coming second
1: doesn't destroy her exactly. Yeah. so it's also like, oh well, you know, this, this was important to me at one point, mm-hmm. um, but you can have you can have it at <laughs> oh, one point ten minutes ago in the yeah. movie when I was like cheerleading is is, is all <laughs> it's my is life everything, it's everything I have
2: to everything live I care for about
1: yeah. It's... So it's also like, oh yeah, like like I don't know secondhand goods yeah, where it's like, oh yeah, well this this thing this old thing.
0: Yeah, like I'm I'm over it anyway, so who yeah, cares? Yeah, you can and have it. Just like, oh, I'm over my boyfriend anyway, so who cares? Yeah. You can have him. Yeah. Woman putting her pants on. Like, yeah, it's it, there's a lot of um work done at the very last minute. Yeah. here, I think with Torrance. And and I get it like it's a an hour and 40 minute long movie, but it's it's a very um the pacing is maybe a little off mm-hmm. for that, but I I think yeah, for the most part the movie just can't get out of its own way when it comes to um celebrating blackness or black joy or black victory. Mm-hmm. Because the movie isn't about the Clovers, the movie is about the Tours. Yeah. And and the Clovers are sort of positioned as like you said, foils for the for the Tours. Yeah. Instead of a team that works really hard and yet is um doesn't experience equity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
1: yeah no like like the clovers are literally just like another roadblock in the toro's journey
0: yeah (laughs) like that's what it is yeah
2: yeah totally (sighs) which is yeah 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 i I think Mm. that says it all yeah
1: it really does yeah also i mean like we mentioned like the criticizing of big butts, but like the, I feel like there's like even small moments of anti blackness sort of like oh, woven yeah. through, um, and and sort of like more like you know, I don't want to say benign racism, but more like commonplace, like aesthetic racism. Mm-hmm. So even like Missy's sort of Dreadlocks. like fake, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like twists, fake dreads, yeah. um, and she's like the person that's most advocating for the clovers Mm -hmm. and she's still, yeah. And she's
0: immediately, um, othered by the other cheerleaders who have like shiny blonde Mm -hmm. hair. Missy has these, these twisted Mm -hmm. dreadlock esque. Yeah. You know, Brown, Brown hair. Yeah. And, she doesn't even open her mouth and the cheerleaders are mean to her and yeah. they're, they're saying she can't possibly do what they can do. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think, yeah, is a sort of latent racism. Yeah.
1: Um, well, and, and then and appropriation <laughs> and appropriate. Yeah. yeah. It's multi-layered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and then also like coupling that with the, the sort of like, you know, applause she gets when she like finally has the like smooth, shiny hair yeah. for the first cheerleader leading thing they do with like the football game
0: and she dances for them yeah (laughs) (laughs) like she's very awkwardly dancing in the light of her front door (sighs) open while everybody's clapping and cheering from the car and it just feels so like we've dressed her up and now she's performing for us like it's yeah
1: it's a yikes yeah
0: yeah
1: it's a big old yikes yeah oh my god well all right Also, I have a question about incest. (laughs) Why do you think I can answer it? (laughs) Maybe just a general question. Okay. Um, So, so pivoting. Did you want to say anything more about this past topic, or do you want to move on? No, let's move on. Okay. All right. Um, Was incest another thing that was like truly hilarious in the nineties slash early aughts?
0: I mean, because we have so many incest jokes here again. I mean, probably there were lots of incest jokes. There were just lots of like sexuality-based jokes because true. sex made everybody uncomfortable and nobody talked about it.
1: Um, except in really like weird off-color ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Except
0: for very, very heteronormative,
1: uh-huh, straight laced. Yeah. Right. Incest was as spicy as it could get.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, and I like. Yeah, I'm confused by the relationship between Cliff and Missy. Um, For many reasons, but I'm also... No one knows
1: what it actually is. Like,
0: are they... Are they... I assumed they were twins, but you said they aren't twins.
1: Oh, I also... I just assumed that they weren't twins because they look nothing alike.
0: Yeah, they look... Well, they look absolutely nothing alike. But also, like, they are the same age or a year apart, maybe. Okay. But, yeah, I don't know. They, They seem... I mean, they're very touchy. It's weird and very poorly
1: defined. Yeah. Is what it is. And
0: at one point, Missy seems upset that maybe Torrance likes her brother. Mm -hmm. And then in the next scene, she's like telling her brother that he has to try harder. Yeah. To get Torrance. Like she's, she's all for it and she's against it. Kind of. It's very, uh, it's very weird.
1: Yeah, you know what? I think the best depiction of incest that I've ever seen is Crimson Peak. And you know what? Like we'll just leave it with T-heads. In the good hands of T-heads, that's as fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need to see this again. Um no, I just noticed <laughs> like there was almost a direct like directly same joke as the incest joke from Dick. Oh, um, in this movie where um missy and tor are i think at nationals and they're just like walking around or whatever and it's when like cliff isn't talking to tor because mm-hmm. um, they had their final obligatory fight before they make up right Ugh. of course um <laughs> and at one point oh, no 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 yeah so Tor. Tor says, You're his sister. You don't see him like I do. And then Missy's like, Yeah. And that's a good thing because that would be a crime. <laughs> it's like,
0: Oh, no. <laughs> Awkward laughter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's
0: well, actually, okay. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking too about Clueless and how Cher ends up with her stepbrother, which mm-hmm. is so in, incest is sexy. Yeah. Adjacent. I mean I guess ex step brother. But yeah. still
1: You know what, Fee? This is this is a real point where where my pal and our, our number one fan Veronica would yeah. have something to say because I think she did some analysis on how eighteenth century fiction and sort of like you know like rom-com comedies of this type Mm -hmm. actually have a lot of like crossover and intersection oh um and another another cross point is incest Mm -hmm.
2: because
1: 18th century loved like the weird like brother-in-law brother lovers like yeah well
0: clueless is based on emma right where she falls for her brother-in-law yeah 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 okay yeah so yeah it was maybe more common than i remember
1: so i think yeah there's a real a real intersection there but i just i've had forgotten that incest was like you know on everyone's mind
0: (laughs) maybe because it's not on your mind ever It's (laughs) not. just never occurs to me of a day
1: yeah yeah no Uh, oh my god well all right cool that's solved
0: (laughs) i have a question tell me i kind of know the answer because i was there but I couldn't help but notice, first of all, all the business attire worn to high school. That's a weird choice that I very well remember. Mm-hmm. It was very much like mm-hmm. be as grown up as possible. Yeah. But I was I was very shocked to remember that teenage girls would wear like very like. Strapless bras. Oh, I saw all the wire. straps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Full of un- underwire and and so pointy, and
1: oh man, I I think I... I still have the scars. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like why? Terrible. Why? What is? Because spaghetti straps.
1: Spaghetti straps and tube shops. Yeah.
0: Yep, yeah. they were so. That's
1: that was the vibe. Yep, yeah.
0: very much so, and I just hate that and
1: oh like the fashion was so fat phobic at that time too yeah like like this is the thing it's like it was pervasive like culturally everywhere midriffs and low-rise was showing like people who weren't a size two that they were like you know not fit to be seen in public essentially yeah um and and yeah like this is all of a piece Mm mm-hmm I remember... Oh, my God. This is, like, devastating to think about. But I remember when I first got, like, my first, like, strapless bra, and I was like, ooh, I'm finally, like, a hot person. <laughs> and it was like, fuck. Like, that's such a small thing, but also, like, a, like ooh. Um, like, this is what it
0: takes. Yeah. Well, and, I, like, I had one, but I couldn't really move in it because <laughs> it was too dangerous. Because, risky, risky. Yeah, it was so risky. And, uh... Yeah, it just was just like the the contraptions mm-hmm. that some people had to wear in order to wear these clothes yeah. that weren't even really made for them. Mm-mm. It's it was just it really brought me back to the stress of getting dressed, <laughs> which is I mean, I, I get that getting dressed can still be stressful for mm-hmm. for a lot of folks and depending on the day for everybody. Mm-hmm. But then. It was just. It seemed so harrowing. Yeah. To try to, like, wear all the the undergirding, and then make sure it was concealed because you don't want anyone to know.
1: Yeah. That Heaven you're wearing, forbid like, that anyone knows you're wearing a bra or
0: like a full bustier <laughs> because <laughs> you can't
1: you can't not you need
0: all the boning mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah okay. like it was just oh like yeah, the uh... this sp- So sweaty and hot and all the red marks and it was just terrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was the worst. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think like this was also, you know, very clearly a time where, you know, everything in culture was saying, you know, like clothes are not made for you. Yeah. You have to be made for these clothes. You
0: need to fit the clothes.
1: You need yeah. to do everything you can to fit these clothes that are, we're providing for you. Yeah. And, and like, you know, you get that baked into you as like a, wee taught that is very hard to shake your whole life.
0: Oh yeah. Well, and I think even looking at the other teams, like some of the other teams had people in somewhat bigger bodies, not, mm-hmm. Yeah, not much bigger, but somewhat bigger. And they were never winning. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they just
1: Yeah. Kind of
0: disappeared. Um and because so much was made about bodies, it's it seems like oh they didn't win because yeah. they couldn't be thrown as high or they couldn't, mm-hmm, you know, do mm-hmm. the pyramid or whatever.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's that's the messaging.
1: Italian, you all the trauma, all, all the trauma, the trauma. <laughs> yes,
0: from from a delightful comedy. Hug, hug your early two thousands teenagers. Yeah,
1: <laughs> for real. we we be all kinds of ways messed up, mm-hmm. all kinds of ways. Um. Well, do do you want to pivot to moments of joy or or sure? <laughs> yes. So
0: there were a couple of things that that I just. Kind of that made me laugh. Okay. So the Please first tell. was in one of the very first scenes when Torrance's boyfriend, Aaron, pulls up in his car mm-hmm. and her parents clearly dislike him a lot. Mm-hmm. And he's like, can I help you unload your groceries or whatever? And, and Torrance's mom is just like, no, just stay in your car. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was great because, yeah, he should just stay in his car. Um, I was also puzzled, maybe not not um, tickled, but puzzled as to why Torrance's younger brother looks 35.
1: He looks like Seth Green if Seth Green had had a very hard life. And yes,
0: did. he looks like sick Seth Green. Yeah. Yes. He's, it's, he's supposed to be like eight. I guess, but he's, he is like, yikes. He's lived
1: hard. He's yeah. Lived hard. He That's is, what the insult life will do to you. Oof, yeah, oof. it's not good. Yeah, He's not, a basement boy. Not good. Um and then
0: <laughs> finally my my biggest moment of joy was when we did get to see the Clovers perform watching all the white people try to like dance. Yeah. was very
1: funny. There was lots of sort of like sideways head bobbing lots of, sort and of lots like, of ugh. like Oh, trying yeah. to get the rhythm and shoulder shimmies. Shoulder So many yeah, shoulder shimmies. Yeah. Yeah, and
0: like head bobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was just very very sad. Feeling the grooves. Feeling yep. the grooves. Yeah, they were doing their best Lord love them, but <laughs> Oh, yeah.
1: Why are white people the worst?
0: <laughs> we we're just, just not fun. We're n- no. We don't have fun things. We're so We're not cool. We don't have fun. No. It's it's true.
1: It's true. We, ex- we deserve Alexander Pope. We deserve, <laughs> we deserve it all. We
0: do. We've brought it on ourselves. It-
1: we have. Literally. Uh, okay. Um, so my moments of joy. So like a lot of the, like we were talking about how like a lot of the like dialogue, even like we thought was really funny as a kid, but like, and like the ways of talking were like really cool and sassy. And now we're just like grown. <laughs> yeah. um, And for the most part, yeah, that was true. But some parts were just, like, so outrageous that I, like, laughed in spite of myself. (laughs) And and one of them in particular was just, like, stupid.
0: Just one? So it's
1: when... No, it's a lot. So it's when Tor is, like, convincing the Toros to let Missy join the (gasps) troupe. Yes. And she's like, Missy is the poo, so take a big whiff. (laughs) And she kind of whispers it. Menacingly. And then, like, flounces off. And I was
0: like, what the fuck? (gasps) Missy is the poo.
1: So take Take a big big whiff. whiff,
0: Which is something I'm going to start saying now whenever I think something is great. So It doesn't make any sense. I know. It's terrible. It's,
1: uh, but it really absurd. put that what's her name in her place no, I, there yeah. was no comeback from nope. that no nope. there's no possible response
0: now what would you say what could you say like i don't want to no like, thank you no thank you yeah <laughs> or would you inhale sharply <laughs> depends
1: just oh yeah well <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Um, and then and then my my big like like moment of joy slash moment of peak cringe, <laughs> um, was the flirty toothbrush uh, scene. Oh yeah, that was so gross. <laughs> it was so gross. <laughs> I was like, "What is happening? Like, Who is thinking sexy that brushing, spitting. that sexy sexy toothbrush brushing, and 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 parallel spitting?" Was, you know, a fun, like, getting to know you moment.
0: I I submit that toothbrushing is not sexy.
1: Oh, no, it's never. Like, like car washes. Yeah. it Like, this movie was trying to show us that all of these fun, sexy things are, like, real. (laughs) I was like, no, 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 no. This is also gross. Yeah. No one looks hot brushing their teeth, first of all. Yes. And you're like, yeah, you, you're you literally foaming at the mouth. So you look diseased. Well, and so Torrance You look like a rabid dog.
0: Torrance is doing these cute little like two sort of like spitlets. Yeah, fit, pit and, and Cliff is just, just like, like, huh? like, yeah. like oh, what's it called? The <laughs> the, the exorcist. Just, oh,
1: yeah. Projectile. Yeah, 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 just, yeah. It's
0: like, how is it that much in so yeah, little time? Dude, take yeah
1: size of P size of a P yeah don't be taking the whole tube no Yeah. too much yeah too much yeah anyway (sighs) inexplicable things that this movie was floating as normal (laughs)
0: there were so many
1: yeah all right movie connections
0: ah well I kind of situate this one in the in the sort of um oh yeah, in, in the the area of all, all the other late nineties, early two thousands movies that were about like high, high school. school, high school comedies. Yeah, yeah. Sort of this this firmament of awkward yeah. humor. Um yeah, like I I I think about this one and well, clueless is earlier, but like Yeah. Yeah, um, Ten Things I Hate About You and mm-hmm. Um She's All That. And -hmm. never been kissed, and all of those Mm -hmm. really, like if we watch them now, we would be deeply upsetting. Yeah, (laughs) deeply upset.
1: Yeah, um, oh yeah, and the like the era of of you know like you know high school being populated somehow with like thirty year olds who look like sixteen year olds. Of course, that was the way everyone accepts it. Which, which again, like earlier conversation, um makes like a movie like never been kissed somehow make sense. Yeah. In that weird fake world because like everyone is already like thirty. Yeah so, it's okay. you know, it's, it's fine that a 30 year old can come back into the
0: classroom
1: and no one bats an eye. Yeah. Um it's like the only scenario in which that kind of movie like makes any kind of logic.
0: hmm Um there is also a TV show connection, of course, mm. with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <gasps> um because Eliza Dushku and the uh one of the the annoying cheerleaders, uh, both played villains on Buffy, oh. Um and so that was that was special because Missy nice. is is very much not like her character on Buffy, mm-hmm. uh, so that was fun. And also, well, the other cheerleader is kind of like her character on Buffy, but evil, more more diabolical on
1: Buffy. Mm, hard to believe. Yeah. Um. I mean, there are also like seventy million sequels and spinoffs to this movie. Yes, and like so many shitty uh, remakes and redos. Do you want to hear a list of some of the Please. some of the s- subsequent films? Um, so the next one is Bring It On again.
0: <laughs> Clever. Uh,
1: Bring It On, All or Nothing. Bring, Bring It On, Fight to the Finish.
0: Bring it on Tokyo Drift.
1: Bring it on In It to Win It.
0: Okay. Bring it
1: on Worldwide Hashtag (laughs) Cheersmack. Bring it on Cheer or Die. What? So it like escalates in intensity. Is
0: that also a horror
1: movie? I think it might be. Like
0: you must be an excellent cheerleader or die. Or
1: literally die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would watch that. Um, Also, when I was looking at Bring It On Movies, um, there was like another movie that was called Bring It On Ghost. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it is
1: not part of the bring it on <laughs> extended universe <laughs> but i was like yeah <laughs> i want there to be a ghost cheerleading movie yes that would be so great <laughs> or or just a bring it on movie with patrick swayze in it like you know oh. i'm not i'm not picky oh. i can have both there's also a movie called man of the house oh, um, yeah. with tommy lee jones Um, and it has 9% on Rotten Tomatoes so you know it's great Um, but apparently so instead of uh, you know grudgingly protecting slash marshalling like Harrison Ford or Ashley Judd he has to grudgingly protect a group of cheerleaders (laughs) 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 terrific after they witness a horrible crime oh no
0: (laughs) what else would you do?
1: so I don't know why it has 9% on Rotten Tomatoes because that sounds like the making of like a cinematic masterpiece Truly, I want Tommy Lee Jones just like grudgingly having to babysit cheerleaders. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Anywho, uh,
0: yeah, he didn't really get any any like like ornery grandpa movies like De Niro did, and and um,
1: yeah, less life. so.
0: Like he's he's never the sort of gr- grumpy but lovable. <sighs> He's always... I
1: disagree. He is grumpy and lovable in all ways, regardless of character.
0: The only thing, the only corollary is like, like Men in Black.
1: I love Men in Black. But everything
0: else, he's just a real bastard.
1: Yeah, but a charming bastard. Uh, I present to you a little movie called The Fugitive. (laughs) In which he's the hero.
0: Oh, is he the hero?
2: of the fugitive. Yes. Okay.
1: You know, in many ways he's a fugitive
0: from his own sense of
1: morality oh, and law by yeah. I see it now. I see yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's deep. Exactly. Yeah. Who's to say who the fugitive is in the Fugitive? <laughs> Aren't we all running from oh. something?
0: You make an excellent point. Thank you. In this essay, I will.
1: (laughs) In this essay, I will. (laughs) Uh, All right. What did we learn? Juiciest bits, juiciest butts. Um, Once again, complicated by the fact that we're talking mostly about teens. Yes. Well, I learned that Gabrielle
0: Union was like in her late 20s when she made this movie.
1: Oh, my God. Was she really? Yeah.
0: Holy shit. And like...
1: Wow. wow. Yeah.
0: Like amazing. Mhm. And I I
1: I, I feel yeah. just so cheated that we didn't get like th- basically like the bring it on but from her perspective, like the Clover's perspective. That's what I would like. That would have been such a more interesting movie. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Being like story. oh the evil yeah, the evil toros like keep coming in and being absolute bastards and we're like, you yeah. know,
0: stealing our shit. Like they have
1: a much more like interesting story to tell than like oh sad white kids from the suburbs who like you know yeah need to actually do a thing for once <laughs> boo boo <laughs> <sighs> nepotism and money will only get you so far jokes yes. it will get you all the way I'll get you all the way <laughs> yeah yeah and that's the other like weird magical like positioning of this movie is that it's like Oh yeah, this like <laughs> national championship thing is like the act, like the real life arbiter of who is best, and in no way like is it like a biased, deeply flawed institution of itself? You know, you know, <laughs> yeah. like it's positioning like, oh, like finally we'll know who's best because it will be decided by like the judges of the national championship, yeah. and when it will it's, be a
0: hundred percent fair, a hundred percent fair. It's like.
1: OK, like that's also like absolute magical thinking to be like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, this is this is like, you know, finally going to decide. Yeah. Um, yeah. And reflect what's real.
0: I think that's that's um, my my pick for Juiciest Butt is the magical thinking.
1: Mm, I yeah. love it. Yeah. 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 Ugh, that that. Yeah. Unbiased judgment can happen in cheerleading competitions in Florida. Yeah.
0: That, that is how like, white people have been uh, <laughs> succeeding for years.
1: Fucking hell. If I
0: dream it, I can do it.
1: Yeah. I would I would like to say um, Sparky, problematic though he may be, does have very excellent boots. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I want those boots. Those
0: are cool lace up the back Those boots. are classic
1: lesbian boots and I want them so bad. <laughs> You deserve Sparky them. does not deserve them. I deserve them. Mm-hmm.
0: But you yeah. do have to do several hip thrusts.
1: Mm. Oh, that. that's no problem. Right. I okay. do hip thrusts all the time. Perfect. Yeah. Now you can do them while in I'm walking. Boots. I do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No problems. <laughs> uh, well, this was fun. It was fun. So we're now going to be taking a wee little break. Yes. Um, um summer. For summer times. Um, so. Gentle listeners, please, please don't think that we've both fallen off of cliffs. We have not, unless we do. Fallen off of cliffs in summer delights Ooh, into oceans of patio beers. Yes, we will
0: be doing a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yes, in that case, we will be jumping off of cliffs. Yeah, Um, but we'll be fine. But um, we'll, yeah, we'll emerge victorious on the other end and we'll be back sometime in the future to give you more beautiful episodes. Yeah. Season two, baby. Season two, baby. <laughs> um. So, yeah. In the meantime, I've been Charlie. I've been Mandy. I'll talk to you later. See you later.